by revealing the mystery of the female body to share with great pleasure the ways you can transform your own lives and then the lives around you. This is Dr. Nile, the voice of Goddess, here to bring you inside out healing, beauty and power with all my love. taken a journey and if you have pursued the mysteries of the female body and soul step by step with me till this podcast, it's time for you to discover the miracle of how to cleanse your body and its creation center, the uterus, the womb space. The female body is a very special system that can cleanse itself spiritually while going through the menstrual cycle every month physically. Unfortunately, we're not aware of this. Even worse, we perceive menstruation as something irritating, distressful. It was so encoded as an inconvenience in the society that we even heard the phrase stained when talking about the menstruation. However, menstruation is granted as a gift to us as women. It's the vehicle to cleanse and heal yourself and even share this healing esoterically with other people as well. Therefore, it's the power to clean and purge the society, transform the genetic factors. A part of women's secret that I have found on the mysterious pages of the history is hidden right here. So if you're ready, come on, let's take this pleasant journey with me. If you're out for walking at gym or doing housework or just sitting and sipping coffee or tea, and ready to be with me, let's get started. We know that humans, since the beginning of their existence, is trying to find the secrets of life, producing myths in accordance with their time conditions, developing rituals, transferring their knowledge to the next generations with the help of all these myths and rituals. As Joseph Campbell said, there is no community that does not live mythology in their sacraments. So you have to interpret the theologians, philosophers, project them into their arts, flatter them in songs and try to understand them in your, their dreams that empower their life. But when all those rituals, it's a fact that the menstruation cycle women can cleanse their own bodies and dispose of all the toxic thoughts and feelings and scars. They have the power to take the troubles and sorrows of the men around them, the power to cleanse them, and the rituals that serves all these processes have been in place throughout the history. Are you wondering when did this wisdom was hidden? When did being a goddess, when did being a goddess and its all rituals respecting all its cycles were given up? covered or being shamed and called as a sin. Joseph Campbell suggests that if we analyze the skeletal remains of Homo neanderthals, the race with the closest genetic code to humans and the oldest ancestors, we realize that they were very gently bending, like they're in the uterus or the womb space and they're sleeping in this all east to west direction with the belief of an afterlife. This is the first time we encounter the belief of rebirth, if they have returned to the womb space. 
they're going to be cleansed and purified. So when you look at the animal remains like wild bisons and wild goats, etc., they're also found in those burial sites with other items as a result of the belief that sleeping is, yes, it's a type of a death. Waking up is type of a rebirth and the grave as a place to return to mother for rebirth. So the mother earth is actually welcoming the body with all its surroundings and everything and helping them to reborn. In line with all this information, we can say that since the existence of the first human being, the mother archetype, the mother earth, which emerged within the axis of woman, creation, and nature, of course, while assigning feminine qualities to nature and life, dates back to the hundreds, thousands of years ago. So it wasn't something hidden at those times that Mother Earth was actually embracing the body, embracing the soul, and putting her energy, putting her power for the rebirth. The Mother Archetype is the receiver, the creator, the healer, the caregiver. And to be able to do all these things... The archetypes, repetitive behaviors, show us that they can heal themselves with a monthly cycle as well. The being of femininity here holds the power of cleansing and cleaning others as well. Because the woman, who is the shelter, is the receiver and sort of cleaner of what she receives from all kinds of men, relationships, sexuality, spiritually and physically as well. And then if necessary, she can discharge all those things that she saved in her womb space through the menstrual cycle. This information was known from the Paleolithic Age to the Neolithic Age and throughout the Bronze Age and New Age as well. Carl Gustav Jung says the most important mother archetype in mythology is a mother goddess archetype, which you can see throughout the other ages, appearing as the Virgin Mary, Kibele, Demeter, all kinds of women, all kinds of motherhood that you see in the myths, tales, folks, rituals, etc., because the love of Venus is holding with one hand the womb space and with the other hand she is holding the moon. Again, Masenti states that the moon, whose cycles is the same as the cycle of the woman, is accepted as a divine power in many cultures and that the moon, which is identified with women starting in uh, matriarchal, so to say, periods, is seen with archetypical feminine qualities in myths and tales as well. So in ancient times, the menstrual period of the woman, which was considered to increase the power of the woman as a clear vision, as well as the transformation of the body, was reflected in myths and reflected in the power of purification and destruction with all those different rituals as well. 
Today, there are people who apply this to the forms of blood moon rituals, the kind of way to honor the menstruation cycle is reflected today. When you look at the Middle Ages, though, things change. I mean, these rituals are being trying, tried to continue with all these named as rich rituals, etc. But what happened was with the followers of Roman Catholic Church, women was regarded to be as a power center that was sort of something with its all mystery and everything, something to be afraid of. So at those times, we see a really um, violent attacks for the women. And in, uh, when you look at the history, it's one of the uh, long-lasting, so to say, violences uh, that has been done across uh, the Europe, especially towards women, which lasted almost like 300 years from 1450 to 1750. So what were they really exactly afraid of? It's basically the spiritual power of women nature. It is the connection of the human body and the soul. So it was the power of transformation that was really in the hands of women, in the hands of femininity. What makes her superior to all its being makes her supreme in terms of her virtues and qualities. What makes her a goddess, actually, that was what they were afraid of. The, the, thinking about all those uh, virtues and qualities, women was the one with all that centered uh, thoughts, central mood, central behaviors that she was penetrating all around uh, her circle and that wasn't something uh, easy to be understood with this masculinity as they were all in different edges and women because of that high femininity was the one actually trying to put things in the order in the societies which was actually a little bit of an issue for the masculinity as well. So today we still see in different communities that menstruation is being done with different rituals and being honored, etc. Like when you go to Australia, you see the menstruation tent where the young girls, um, when they have their menstruation period, are meant to be, you know, staying in this menstruation tense and then after the menstruation period is over, then the hut is also like burned as well. And then, for instance, in Italy, they do a different ritual. They call it welcome signorita, uh, signorina, sorry. In Italy, they say like when a young girl gets in her first menstruation, it's time for a family party and they organize this party and then she's no longer a little girl, but referred as signorina which means like the young woman. Um, and then they have a very similar actual ritual in Brazil as well to announce and celebrate this first period. So, for instance, another ritual that's been still go going on in uh, Croatia is you deserve a wine ritual. So when a young woman in Croatia menstruates the first, for the first time, then their family elders offer them a, you know, a glass of red wine, etc. So there are different rituals, celebrations for honoring the menstruation of women. Now, as these rituals differ from another, from culture to culture, 
I would like to now give some suggestions for you. Maybe you can practice at home with your daughters, etc. as well, or share it with your friends. If you have a daughter, please honor her first cycle as well. You can even honor it as the whole family as well, like father, mother, you know, brothers and sisters. So this is something to be well accepted by the society, but as well as the family as well. And with all its um, ups and downs, with all its gifts for the human body, this menstruation cycle is a gift to the women starting from the young ages so that needs to be understood and that needs to be accepted with the whole family as well you should absolutely tell her women's knowledge of purifying themselves both physically and spiritually since ancient times so she has to learn that this is something really miraculous maybe you can prepare her a basket of like menstrual pads and cleaning equipment uh, that could be made out of organic materials and then maybe give it to her as a gift for her first menstruation. And then you can also advise her not to be, you know, tiring herself to have some enough rest at these times when she is uh, having her period. And then she also needs to understand that this is really a period of purification and renewal. So you can also refrain from her, as I said, tiring herself from all physically things. She can just rest and read a book, slow down, maybe do some yoga exercises and relax her pelvic area and just ease the flow so that, you know, she has that period with an acceptance of this is something both on the spiritual level and physical level, a gift for my body. And then I really do suggest that, you know, um, you also do some purification meditations at this period as well. Uh, and thinking to this cycle that you can let go of things that you sort of, sort of stored in that uterus womb space area, that memory center, without realizing it, of course. You can maybe write down things and then burn them. And you just try to find your connection, your bond with the uterus, with the womb space, and just focusing on cleansing and through certain purification meditations as well. I also suggest that at this time of the month, just try to wear more comfortable clothes. You know, don't compress that area as well. And then try to stay away from unnecessary tension. You know, all these hormones and everything just changing in women's body. So if possible, before and during this period, don't get into, you know, big tensions. Don't argue with your spouse or your partner or your family. So try to stay a little bit like more calm at this period. Of course, you also should accept the rising and falling of your emotions at this time of the month. And just let yourself go. Don't judge yourself for it. And then try to be only accepting the situation of accepting these old, you know, fallings and risings and all these moves and everything in your body. It's very natural. You are in the natural natural cycle of both uh, your body and your human nature and everything is just very very normal with with that cycling as well so 
these are generally my, you know, suggestions to be done in this purifying exercises as well. I hope you enjoyed my advice and adopt them to your life, to your personal life, and maybe if you have a daughter, to your daughter as well. Thank you very much for continuing with me this journey in the light of this information. I am accepting your if you wish, you can reinforce your journey in the light of this information with your uterine cleansing, menstruation, and purification meditations practices in the Goddess app as well. The Voice of the Goddess was here to strengthen and glow you from the inside out. You can download the Goddess mobile app for your disciplined journey, participate in trainings announced on social media accounts, and make this dedicated journey especially for you. See you on new podcasts. Hope you stay with love and Goddess Virtues.